All right, welcome to episode six of Jared Talk Sports. Just came up with my name for my podcast just yesterday. It's very clever. My name's Jared, and I talk sports. And we have a special guest in studio, co-worker, friend? I don't know about that. And co- I, I question special, too. <laughs> oh, no, definitely special. Definitely not special. Def- definitely <laughs> special. Uh, B.B. Shea. Hello. And he uh, loves everything about sports. He likes to talk sports. He's a natural contrarian. We'll see mm-hmm. how it goes. I wanted to get his reaction to my podcast yesterday. I had the three most overrated quarterbacks currently in the NFL. I'm not even basing it solely on this season. Obviously, it's only been one game yeah. for most quarterbacks, two for Washington and the Giants. But I'm basing it on different factors. But one is media narrative. Okay. So how the media pushes these different personalities. And I always believe you can be overrated and yet still be great. Okay. I, agree. I think sometimes people say, oh, overrated, you know, and, and you name someone who's not good. I'm like, yeah. well, okay. Or they're okay. So from three to one, to recap, I had as the third most overrated quarterback, and I'll give you my reasoning for it real quick, is Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And the br- basic... Short version of it is great talent, great organization, probably the best arm talent until maybe Patrick Mahomes, debatable. And again, you know, being in a a great organization, he didn't have to be drafted by like a Browns or Bengals Mm -hmm. or something. He went right to the Packers, sat behind Brett Favre. All these advantages, one Super Bowl appearance, one Super Bowl win, and to me doesn't have the ability when his team is down to come back or to rally the tr- to rally the troops, so to me that's why I have Aaron Rodgers as overrated, okay. the third most overrated quarterback. Okay, disagree one hundred percent. Okay, why? I think Aaron Rodgers is not overrated. I think he's solidly rated. Okay, I feel like you say get drafted by a great organization. I don't know about the Green Bay Packers being a great organization historically, maybe, mm-hmm. but I think if Aaron Rodgers was given an opportunity, I feel like they don't put enough trust in Aaron Rodgers like the Buccaneers put trust in Tom Brady. Yeah, I because can agree with that. last year when they were in the playoffs and they had the opportunity to beat the Bucs and they went for the field goal, why don't you trust Aaron Rodgers in that situation? Maybe he needs to be a little bit more vocal. I don't know. I don't know what goes on in the field. Now, I will say when it comes to the conversation of – Brady and Rodgers, that conversation's over with. Uh, I don't want to hear that conversation anymore. I think Aaron Rodgers is a very talented quarterback. I do agree maybe he should have more Super Bowl wins, Super Bowl appearances and victories. I don't think he's overrated, though. I think his talent and, at the end of his career, his statistics will speak for themselves. Well, and and part of my argument yesterday was the fact that for years up until Brady – Brady had to win – a seventh Super Bowl for them to end the GOAT conversation between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I mean, I don't even think Tom – I'm sorry, I don't even think Aaron Rodgers is a top-five quarterback of all time. We can get into that later. But So the media kept pushing this narrative. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is the greatest, the most talented quarterback ever in the NFL. Yeah. And I don't think you're great with – and it's not all about Super Bowls because yeah. franchises do play a part in it, but also – he fell in the draft, just like Tom Brady did. Yeah. I mean, not to the sixth round. And got drafted by a solid organization. He didn't go to a total dysfunction. True. And I'll explain the media narrative to you. Here's the reason why the media pushes so hard for this, and that's because there isn't an argument in football. 
There's an argument in basketball. Yeah. There's an argument in baseball. And it's like hockey. There's no argument in hockey. Wayne Gretzky is the greatest hockey player that's ever played. Now, people are going to try to, oh, Sidney Crosby, oh, Alex Ovechkin. They fall short. Right. They need that comparison. They need that LeBron, Michael, something to argue about. And they're wrong. Le- uh, Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. And yeah. you can't discuss it anymore. No. I mean, I can understand when it was like three Super Bowls to one. Sure. Or early on, the first half, because you start looking at arm talent. And you look at just straight-up raw skill. But I, I think the intangibles, he falls short, Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's a leader. Yeah. Your quarterback needs to be a leader. Now, I feel like if you go back and compare, you know, options that Aaron Rodgers has had compared to Tom Brady, I feel like they're pretty comparable because Tom Brady never had the greatest wide receivers of all time in their prime. Right. You know, and Aaron Rodgers hasn't had either. You know, Devontae Adams is a great talent. But, you know, I feel like Tom Brady was great at making do with what he had. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He had yeah. that killer instinct. And I just don't think Aaron Rodgers had that. But I don't think he's overrated, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, in my second most overrated quarterback, and I, I can already tell you, you might not like this. Maybe you will. You surprised me. You talked to B.B. Shea, a coworker of mine and, you know, sports enthusiast, is um, Josh Allen. And this is my reasoning. Mm-hmm. Now, he to me, he does seem – I mean, it's early on. To, he seems like he has the intangibles of leadership. I think a hard worker. I think he's not a distraction to his team. Obviously, he's hasn't been in the league long enough to really have a chance to win titles, of yeah. course. I mean, he was one game away from the Super Bowl last year. But it's just one year. Yeah. The media already this year, oh, he's the favorite or one of the yeah. favorites for the MVP. Okay, maybe. Yeah. And maybe he'll prove us wrong, although the first game didn't look great. I missed one game. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to overreact to that. I like Josh Allen, so it's even hard for me to say that he's overrated. But the fact is, he's had one good season. Mm -hmm. Really, one good season if you take in his college career and the pros. Yeah. He wasn't great in college. I mean, he was a great athlete, but as far as being accurate, I mean, you know, he's completing 50, mid to low 50% percentage of his passes. Um, And then he had a huge jump last year, and he looked awesome. And he's very fun to watch, and he can actually move and scramble. He has all the things that you want in a quarterback. But let's slow down. Let's pump the brakes on him. So, again, it goes back to the media narrative jumping on this bandwagon of Josh Allen. Can we let him see? Can we at least see him do this for two straight years? Okay. All right. Your thoughts? I know you're going to hate me for saying this. I don't disagree with you here. Okay. All right. I don't disagree with you here because, you know, at the end of the day, as as much as I hate this being said in an argument, it's all subjective the underratedness and overratedness. Right. I don't think Josh Allen has had enough time to be overrated or underrated. Okay. But I get where you're coming from. I understand. Because the same thing happened with Patrick Mahomes. He had that one great year, but he's continued to rise and and get better and get better. I don't think Josh Allen's had enough time yet. Okay. But right, so so a cop out is what I'm hearing from B. Sure, Shea. yeah, th- this is a hundred percent a cop out. This All is hundred percent right. a cop out. I think he has a great arm talent. Yeah, what is he like six six oh, and yeah, can yeah. run run the ball? He can throw the ball. He's got deadly accuracy, and honestly, he does he, now. His yes. first uh, couple seasons, no, and I, last season he he jumped big time, and he finally have, has a number one option in Stephon Diggs, right? And he's got like that. Dump pass guy Cole Beasley on his team, who he's somehow made him relevant again. I don't know how he did that, but that is surprising. I think Josh Allen is. I think I still think he's a little too young, but I get where you're coming from. I understand what you're talking about. Well, then my most overrated quarterback and I think most overrated player in the NFL. You 
uh, you could maybe make the same argument that he's too young, is Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. From the moment, okay, he was underrated coming out of college. Yeah. People doubted him. Of course, people were like, oh, let's make him a wideout and all that stuff. And uh, Bill Polian got a lot of a lot of flack. You know, he's the Hall of Fame uh, general manager for um, Indianapolis Colts because he said that he's not, a, to me, not a quarterback. Yeah. And I think right now he's almost being proven right. Like, you have a guy who's a tremendous athlete. Mm-hmm. And, again, unlike – well, I mean, it's hard to know with Aaron Rodgers, but t- to me – Lamar Jackson does have leadership. I think he doesn't make excuses. He says all the right things yeah. in press conferences. I like that. Is he fun to watch? Yes. Is he a points machine in fantasy? Yes, I draft him in the first round. Yeah. So I get all that. But let me ask you this, B.B. Shea. If your team is down by three, let's say you know, they're down by four, sure. and you know you have to get a touchdown, mm-hmm. and you know the only way to do that, they have to pass the ball. You, you know, and the defense knows – Lamar Jackson's going to have to pass the ball eight, ten times on this drive. Would you have Lam- rather have Lamar Jackson or about seven to ten other quarterbacks in the NFL? Seven to ten other quarterbacks. That's yes. my point. Yes, I agree with you. So 100%. to me, Lamar Jackson, it's not his fault, but the media, oh, he's great. We've never seen anything like this. Yes, we have. Michael Vick. People forget. And the offenses were different then. Yeah. It was like, oh, he shouldn't be running the ball. Now, you know, people are embracing quarterbacks that should be able to scramble and pick their spots and all that stuff. But um, it drives me crazy, the narrative of how great Lamar Jackson is. And to me, he's not. Can I tell you what the media wanted with Lamar Jackson? The media wanted Steph Curry out of Lamar Jackson. Okay. Underappreciated in college, but killed it. Undersized, not really 100% sure if they could make it in the pros. Then he came out. And kind of proved everybody wrong. I'm like, okay, we got the Steph Curry thing going on now. Okay. But the difference between him and Steph Curry is Steph Curry is deadly accurate. As much as I hate Steph Curry. It's the greatest shooter of all time. And But Lamar Jackson is not deadly accurate. Lamar Jackson is quick, amazing athlete, amazing on his feet. If he has to throw me a 30-yard bomb to win the game, I don't trust him a bit. No. Now, I know we've talked about the season thus far. We're one weekend, but watching him on Monday night was kind of painful. Yeah. Watching him against uh, the the the, the, Raiders. Ra- the Raiders was just yeah. I-, I don't trust him with the ball and he has decent pass catchers on his team. He's got Sammy Watkins, he's got Mark Andrews, he's got Marquise Brown. Where, where are these guys at? You right. know, I feel like his first in- t- instinct is to run the ball. I don't think he trusts himself, which I think is a big problem. I think he knows he's lacking with his arm game, and he, his first instinct is to let me run fifty yards instead of get because. He knows that's what people want to see from him. Right. But I agree with you 100%. I think he's definitely overrated. Okay. I'm yes. actually surprised you agree with Definitely. I, I feel like he's probably the most overrated in the game, yes. Yeah, right now. the most overrated of all positions. Yes. Now, talented, yes. Points machine in fantasy, yes. But, no. I wouldn't want him, I as, wouldn't want him on my team. No. I mean, I would select 10 other quarterbacks before him. Absolutely, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm watching a football uh, team guy, and so I, I would probably take him real, you know, with no questions asked. But... All right, so today we want to discuss briefly, or not briefly, it's a podcast. We can do whatever we want. The three most underrated quarterbacks currently, not yeah. of all time, currently. Um, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. My number one is Dak. Start, start, start with number three. Number three. All right. Dak Prescott. Okay. I think Dak Prescott is wildly underrated because of the team he plays for. 
Right. I feel like the natural – I don't have a favorite football team. I didn't grow up watching football. I just got into football. So because I don't have that immediate bias to either love or hate the Cowboys, I get to step back and say, how does this person actually play? Now, I think that because Dak plays for the Cowboys and that's either America's most loved or hated team – Yeah. People can't step back and say, is this person actually good because of that inherent bias? But I feel like if people were to step back and say, let me just look at this guy for who he is, I feel like the majority of football fans would love to have that guy playing for their franchise. Yep. Unless you're in Kansas City or Green Bay or maybe three or four other teams. Right. Now, I feel like if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan and you have aging Ben Roethlisberger right now and you say – Damn, I hate the Cowboys, but I'd love to have Dak starting for my franchise right now. Yeah, you'd be because, honest. Because, you know, Pittsburgh has amazing pass catches, and that's what Dak does is he throws the ball. What, did he throw the ball 58 times last week? <laughs> he did. That's insane. Yeah. And I know they lost, but Tampa Bay's a whole other devil. He's got great options, and he's accurate with the ball. But I think that people can't get over the fact that he plays for the Cowboys. And I know he has a history with injuries. Put that aside. And that was a freak injury. It was a freak injury. Yeah. But you can't tell me those four games, five games that he played last year before he got hurt, mm-hmm. he was putting up MVP caliber numbers. He was probably going to throw for 7,000 yards last year. I mean, yeah, I mean, he start, I mean, every game I'm watching, like, uh, another 400-yard game, another 400-yard yes. game. Yes. Now, I understand when you're down and your defense can't, you know, stop the stop the offense, you got to put those numbers up. But the fact that was he was keeping them in the games. And he, you know, single-handedly, and I don't know, I just feel like because he's on the Cowboys and so many people can't stand the Cowboys, that's why people think he's overrated. I think he's underrated. And sometimes what happens in sports, especially the NFL, uh, with seven rounds, I think it was a third or fourth round pick, mm-hmm. maybe a fourth round pick, you kind of get pegged in that like, well, he's a fourth round. You don't, like if he was in a first round, if he was a first round quarterback, yeah. then he, maybe he'd be overrated at this point, or, or at least rated properly. Sure. Cause People view him that way. They're like, well, he he isn't the greatest arm talent. He's not the most accurate. To me, and I'm a Washington fan, I hate Dallas. He makes plays. Yes. He makes plays. I mean, you know, I actually have one of the Cowboys uh, receivers. Uh, I can't even remember. They have so many different uh, options. Um, oh, Amari Cooper yeah. on my team. And I look up, and it's like, I didn't even, it just seemed like he had like three or four catches, and he had like 10 catches, 100-some yards, and multiple receivers had that. Yes. I, I actually agree with you. I actually had Dak Prescott as my third most underrated quarterback. Yes. He's talked about a lot, yeah. but with a lot of skepticism. Exactly. And all last year, every major sports show was like, do not pay him the $40 million. Exactly. And we can get into, you know, it's in our minds hard to fathom $40 million for anybody, but he was the next man up, and he puts up huge numbers and by all accounts, is one of the best leaders yeah. in the NFL. I think he's a top 10 quarterback in this league. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Absolutely. And possibly with the potential to move down, maybe top eight, top seven, Yeah, I think. And after this year, we'll see. I mean, yeah. it, it could be top five as he, people aging out. Yes. I think if he can have a full-on healthy season with the weapons that he has now in his division, I don't know, man. He might. He, I think he has MVP potential. Because he's a guy, too. You know, if you put the same um, formula or the same expectations as we do on, we're talking about Lamar Jackson being overrated. When Dallas is down by four, and they have a minute and a half, and Dallas has the ball, yeah, I'm not like, 
oh, there's no chance they're going to come back. I'm like, they have a really good chance with Dak Prescott to go drive the length of the field with the defense, knowing he's going to have to throw the ball a bunch yeah, and win the game. Exactly. All right, who do you have as number two, the second most underrated quarterback currently playing? For me, it's Kyler Murray. Oh, okay. I disagree, but go ahead. I feel like Kyler Murray, I know we just talked about Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson's first instinct to run the ball, but the difference between Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson can sling it and yep. he's accurate. Yeah. Kyler, I'm sorry, Kyler, Kyler Murray. Yes, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Kyler Murray is accurate and he can sling it. Now, I feel like people just haven't gotten on the Kyler Murray train yet. I feel like he's still a little too young, and I feel like he gets overshadowed by other quarterbacks in the league because I don't think he puts up huge dynamic numbers. But like I said about Dak Prescott, I feel like there's a lot of NFL franchises that would love to have this guy as their quarterback. He can run yeah. fast, he can sling it, and he's accurate. And I think that all three of those things put together, like Josh Allen, I think that's what makes, I don't know, I think that's what people want to see. And I think that's very valuable in the league right now. All right, I disagree that he's um, underrated. I think he's properly rated. Yeah. I think if it does lean closer to underrated, I think it's because he's Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Um, you know, Basically, a West Coast team, not on TV as much, not in national TV games as much, although that's changing. But yeah, you're right. He's box office. When you watch him play, like, this is an entertaining guy. He can make all the throws. And the fact that he's five foot eight. That's ridiculous, isn't it? And behind an average, you know, offensive lineman, six, five, six, six. And he can still make these throws. And and then, and if he runs when he needs to. But I think his first instinct is to pass. Yeah. And then, but he knows he can take off at any time. And he's so small, but man, he's tough. So I, I mean, under I would say properly rated, but I could see where you say underrated. And I think he definitely o- not overrated. I don't think he's overrated, but I think he definitely got better now that he has the best receiver in the league on his team. Yeah, honestly, I think that only makes him just a little bit better. So, well, my number two, since we're kind of going back and sure. forth here, underrated quarterback currently, and you probably won't like this, is Baker Mayfield. Okay. Is he the, does he have the greatest arm talent? No. And you're saying, how can someone be underrated that was the number one pick? Well, quarterback drafts are tricky. It, it was a down. Nobody expected him to go number one. No. Nobody. The only person who knew that he was going to go number one was Dorsey, John Dorsey, the GM of the Browns. That right. Year. He was the only person on the planet. And I don't think it was a great, I don't think it was a great quarterback class. No, it, you know. no. It, it had potential to be a great quarterback class, but it wasn't. Yeah. And my sole reasoning for this and he has a great roster. He has a great offensive roster. He has like two great running backs, especially Kareem Hunt can get back into that Kansas City Chiefs form. Yeah. Um, Nick Chubb, if you want to talk about underrated running backs, no one talks about him. He's fantastic. As a natural running back, I feel like Nick Chubb is probably top two or three in the league. Agreed. Yeah. And doesn't make a fuss. I mean, he is low maintenance, yes. at least seemingly so. Uh, and he shares the backfield, but he gets the majority of the runs. Anyway, so he has a great running game, which makes the game easier. Yeah, um, his they've improved the defense. It seems like the Cleveland Browns have really turned it around. However, the reason to me he's underrated. People forget he got drafted number one for a reason. In Cleveland, they're terrible. They suck. Yes, one in thirty-one in the previous two seasons before he got there. I mean, you're going to not just a bad franchise, like an all-time bad, a franchise. historically terrible franchise. Yeah, I mean, you go 0-16 one season and 1-15 the other season. Yeah. And you go there, and then quickly, 
over the last two years, people are talking about them as a potential team to go to the Super Bowl. And I know this year they were talking about that preseason. And the way, I don't know, I think Kevin Stefanski, in my opinion, had a little uh, of the overcoaching, um, I don't know the proper term for it, but he got he kind of kind of got into that overcoaching mode yeah. against the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. when Nick Chubb was getting seven eight yards a carry. Yeah, and then the fourth quarter when they were still winning. Yeah, they're still up. I know he fumbled the one time. They're like, oh, we're just gonna pass three times in a row. Like uh, what? Yeah. Kansas City has yet to stop Nick Chubb. Exactly. Yes. And, and so they, I think they he did himself and the team a disservice by putting in in Baker Mayfield's hands when you have such a great option to at least have a second and short or maybe a third and short instead of. A th- you know, third and uh, first and ten, second and ten, third and ten. With that being said, you might be saying, "Well, Baker Mayfield, the defense knows he's going to throw the ball, and then he failed." Yes, in that instance, he did. However, you go from a team that was one and thirty-one to a couple of years later with good management and a lot of different reasons. I think he's more than just a game manager. I think he's gotten so much slack as mm-hmm. he's not a franchise quarterback. And I think once again, like he proved people wrong in college, he was a yeah. walk-on. No, you can't do it to the Heisman Trophy winner. And I would gladly take him as the number one quarterback for the Washington football team. Sure. I mean, obviously, we have a low bar where we are. But to me, that makes him underrated. I agree. And He's talked about a lot, but usually it's with skepticism. It's negative. It's negatively, yeah. yeah. It's not, oh, my God, Baker's so good. It's right. always like, why is Baker still in the league? Yeah. And, and I, and I <laughs> right. know it's super trivial, but I don't think it's thought about a lot. But when you give a team enough number one picks – eventually it's going to start panning out. You would hope so. You know right. what I'm saying? Unless you're the Minnesota Timberwolves, and then right. you're just kind of screwed up. Or Detroit together. Lions. Exactly. Yeah. But that's the thing about the, the 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 Browns is, okay, you get Miles Garrett. Okay, you get uh, Baker Mayfield. Okay, you know, you start using these trades, and now you have Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry and Austin Hooper and all these weapons. But I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Baker's definitely underrated um, yeah. because of the narrative. You know, the Browns, people want the Browns to suck. Right. Because they've sucked for so long. They're just so used to it. They can't fathom the thought that, you know what, maybe they're going to be good this year. And a, they want they can't believe it because somebody as polarizing as Baker Mayfield could potentially yes. lead them to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think some of that, yeah, some of the blowback is because of his – cocky yeah. uh, nature, and then he's in every commercial um, on TV, as obviously has a great agent. Yeah. Um, but you're right. The narrative mostly on him is that he's, that he's not good. He's sh- not a franchise quarterback. Yeah, like you're, 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 you have a historically crappy franchise that's getting led to a winning season by a cocky quarterback. People don't want to see that. Right. But then if it happens, it's like, oh, my God, like that's uh, never seen that before. So I agree. I think he's underrated. He was on my list, and I changed him for Kyler Murray. So Okay, I'm surprised that yeah. we have some agreements here. And then who is your number one underrated quarterback of 2021? Derek Carr. Exact same. Same. Yes. Yeah. I I think Derek Carr is. I think he's being held hostage in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. He actually has a number one, which is a tight end now in Darren Waller. Oh, Darren Waller's great. That is the only issue that this man has had in his entire career is he's never had anybody solid to throw the ball to. Yep. And that's what he is. He's a gunslinger. He's not a runner. Nope. He's got to throw the ball to somebody, but he's never had anybody to throw it to. He's never had a solid running back one. He's never had a solid wide receiver one. He He's just a one-man show. And then they expect him to do all these great things, but he's got nobody. 
at a very dysfunctional franchise yes. as of the last 10, 15 they years. They spent more money paying John Gruden than they did players on the field. <laughs> right. That's a problem, dude. It is. I don't care who your head coach is. You people, you win with the players on the field. Right. And then you bring a, a coach that's kind of a retread. Yes. Who so far to me has not lived up to the hype. Yeah. And I'm sure dude, John, John Gruden's, I'm sure, a fantastic coach. I'm sure he's a fantastic guy. But I don't care who your head coach is. If, if if you don't have players on the field who right. can win a ball game, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, and you know, and then John Gruden historically has been obsessed with quarterbacks. Yeah, and he'll sometimes in camp have five, six, seven quarterbacks that he's. You're like, Mike, he's collecting quarterbacks. But even last year when they brought in Marcus Mariota, it was like he kind of teased that. Well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, like Marcus Mariota is going to beat out Derek Carr as a starting quarterback. So it's like this dis- constant disrespect towards Derek Carr when I would think maybe 20 franchises right away would trade out their quarterback for Derek Carr if they could. I, I agree, 100%. Now, I feel like a big issue with Derek Carr is he's got some like some Matthew Stafford-type stuff going on yeah. with him where people know there's potential there, but until he gets an opportunity to go play in like L.A. or somewhere with some weapons that people don't People aren't going to pay attention. Everybody knew Matthew Stafford had potential. Yeah. But until he got to a team where they cared about him, now people are like, okay, he's the top five quarterback in the league now. Right. Now, I thought this would be interesting. I just thought about this. What I think Baker Mayfield is more Las Vegas, and I think yes. I think Derek yes. Carr is more Cleveland. That's a great point. Because that because Cleveland wants that nice Christian dude to come and take yeah. him to the promised land. Blue and collar. Las Vegas is Sin City. It's you know, CD, that's where Baker Mayfield needs to be. That would be, you know what, that'd be a pretty good trade for either franchise. I'm not even going to lie. If Derek Carr was in Cleveland, I would I would definitely pick them as a Super Bowl favorite. Yeah, because he seems like he's he's a, he's definitely a better quarterback um, at this stage of their exactly. careers than, than yeah, Baker yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Now, someone who's not rated, okay, so we have, those are top three underrated, and we agreed on uh, most of them. Um, well, some of them, and... He's not rated at all. I'm obviously too close to it, but if given a chance, I think that Taylor Henneke is going to surprise people this year. Probably so. And the, and the reason I'm saying that, he's only started three career games. He's had a history of injuries. Did and he play for the Panthers for a second? He played for the Panthers. He went out there and got hurt, yeah. and then he was out. And then last year with Washington's dysfunction at quarterback every single year for 20, 30 years plus, um, he was taking a math course in college in November, and then you know the Washington football team yeah. had a bunch of uh, their quarterbacks hurt, and they brought him in. He wasn't even in camp or anything. They brought him in, and then he started against Tampa Bay in the playoffs. If you go back and look, actually as a quarterback, had the best game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense than Aaron Rodgers, yeah. uh, Patrick Mahomes, and Drew Brees. Now, okay, small sample size, sure, I take that. But then last night, you know, against the New York Giants, who are not by any stretch – a good team. I'm just saying he hasn't had enough time to be in these situations. Yeah. And the poise that he shows to me is stunning. So if he can stay healthy, I mean, he had 330 some yards last night. He had one really bad interception. But other than that, for a guy who hasn't had that many snaps in real live game yeah. action, in big situations, he seems to be fine for the most part. And I know you said it's a small sample size, very but small. Yeah. That's three Hall of Fame quarterbacks. I know. That went up against that same defense. And they say in his first three starts as an NFL quarterback, he has the third most yards of all time. That's interesting. Now It's very small sample size, He and they might go right back to Ryan Fitzpatrick 
you know, in I don't six necessarily weeks. think they should talk about overrated. <laughs> the, the media wants that dude to be good I know. so bad. And I get it. He's a good dude. He's been in the league for a long time. He's had some bad breaks, but at the same time, it's like, he's not gonna, he's not gonna be Brady. No, he's not even going to be Baker Mayfield. Like, He's not even going to be Nick Foles. Like, just right. let him be what he is. Don't keep it's Fitz Magic. Right, it's Fitz Magic. He's back. No, he's not. He was never there. Well, the thing is with Ryan Fitzpatrick, I would just like for someone to give him a full season and see what his numbers would be at the end of the season. Because with Tampa Bay a couple years ago, yeah, James Winston got benched, and he had three or four straight games of over four hundred yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was at. I think I was at the game where they made the switch back. He threw like. One bad interception in the first half. He had like 140 yards passing, which isn't bad. But it was, the ball wasn't really moving. They weren't scoring. And then they benched and went back to Jameis, you know, and then the rest is, you know, history with how that worked. But I'm like, he had like three or four straight games over 400 yards passing. Yeah. He's fun to watch. I'm just curious if a franchise gave him, and he's 38 now, and he has come off a hip injury, old person injury. Yeah. Uh, he comes off a hip injury, so who knows. I would just be curious what his numbers would be like for a team. Because um, I think with Washington – Fitzpatrick with Curtis Samuel, who has yet to play, McLaurin, um, Antonio Gibson, and uh, Logan Thomas. I mean, I think you can put up some big numbers. You know what probably happened if they did give him a full season? He'd probably get hurt the first down like he did last <laughs> week. That's probably what would happen. That's why he didn't have full now, seasons. Now, and that's the thing about Fitzmagic is he's a, he's a novelty. He's yeah, like, he is. He's like Case Keenum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Case Keenum had Washington that one tried throw. him out, too. He had that freaking miracle in Minnesota. Then I was like, oh, he needs to be the starter. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He had one good throw, and you automatically want to give this man the entire bank. <laughs> yeah. Come on, dude. Now, yeah. while we're here, you just yes. mentioned him. Is Jameis Winston serious now? Or was that a flash in the pan against the Packers Cup last week? I, I think, well, I, my gut reaction is he had to sit and watch. Yes. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, with most of the same people that were on the team the year before, with some exceptions. I actually start off kind of rough. He's probably thinking, well, I mean, it's not a much of an improvement with Tom Brady when they were seven and five. But then marched, you know, through the playoffs and win a Super Bowl and watch them celebrate. That's very sobering. You think that's humbling for him, yeah. I think so. And also I think also Taysom Hill, who I personally like because he goes to BYU in the same religion. So that's really no reason to really love a quarterback. But I think he might be an interesting s- starter somewhere that he had to really fight to even beat him out. Yeah. A guy who's never started. I mean, you know, he has started like filling in a couple games here and there as a backup, but as a full time starter, he's never done it um, in, at the pro level. So even that, but I think he needs someone who is a disciplined coach yeah. that really is intelligent. Not that Bruce Arians isn't, but Bruce Arians is risk it, you know, no risk it, no biscuit. Yeah. I don't care who you are. When Tom Brady, seriously, when Tom Brady went there at the age of 43. He didn't have 40, to, yes, go ahead. Yes. But, but, but you know, and they're like, and I know they made some modifications towards the end of the season, but with Tom Brady, you're thinking, okay, they're not going to throw the ball down the field like they did with Jameis Winston, or yeah. they're not going to air it out. Oh, but they did. Yeah, yeah. So he don't care who the quarterback is. And so I think Jameis Winston needs a more structured offense in the sense of a lower um, risk offense. Not that the Saints don't take risk, but for the last three or four years, they haven't been throwing the ball more than 30 yards. Yeah, yeah. and No, I agree. And, and the thing is, he can do that and he yes. can stretch the fields, but I think Sean Payton will put him in a better position to succeed on top of the fact that he's been humbled and you know the crab legs and all the stupid <laughs> stuff he'd do and eating his hand and all the weird yeah. crap. I think that's still in him, but I think 
you know, being embarrassed and seeing something that could have been yours possibly taken away, you know. But I think Sean Payton's the perfect coach for Jameis Winston. I agree. Yeah, I, I think that with him, Sean Payton definitely has been in a share of trouble himself. And I think that right. they probably learn from each other. Bruce Arians, I feel like he's an older guy. He needs somebody like Tom Brady to come to Tampa Bay. So I don't have to do anything anymore. Right. <laughs> I've got the greatest quarterback of all time. I just need to make sure that I, I can stand up on the sideline. Right. He can <laughs> handle everything else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As far as Taysom Hill, the Saints are not the one for him. He needs to go somewhere else. I think the Saints, off, Saints offense stalls totally when he's the starting quarterback. Yeah, and I think they they, they – put too many packages in where it's uh, like wildcat type yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, uh, does that work now? I think you got to be a little more cre- although Sean Payton's very creative, but it's how you kind of know as a defense, he's probably going to run the ball a couple times yeah. during the series. So uh, I think it kind of, if they did it in a different way, I think you could surprise the defense. Like last night, Daniel Jones like ran the ball like seven times. He had more rushing yards than Saquon. Yeah. And, and less every, rushes. And I was just a surprise. Even after he did it like three or four times, I'm like, they had designed run plays, like option-type old-school Nebraska plays. For this goofy white dude. And then he's rolling down the field. Yeah. And I'm thinking, so stuff like that I think is a more surprise than someone going in, okay, he's definitely going to run the ball. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, I think Jameis Winston's a good fit. I think Sean Payton is going to help guide him to, like, a Pro Bowl season if he I, stays yeah. healthy. Sure, fair enough. Well, B.B. Shea, this is our longest podcast, but to me the most enjoyable. We got into a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um and love to have you back, especially during the NBA season as your undying love for LeBron yeah. will be exposed. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about and that. And LeBron will be exposed as that. the fraud that he is. But that's a different topic for a different day. Thank you for having me today. I'm not going to be saying that the next time I'm on. Because <laughs> it's going to be a different situation. I had to ease you in. All yeah. right, B.B. Shea, appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Jared Talk Sports. I have my own separate podcast channel now. So, you know, you can subscribe to Jared and Katie in the morning, of course. That's the morning show I'm on. But you search for Jared Talk Sports and hit subscribe. So if you're listening to this on the Jared and Katie in the morning channel, um, eventually it won't be on there. It'll just be on Jared Talk Sports. I know it's on Spotify already. Put in right away, hit follow, and you get uh, daily updates. Now, I am out of town next week. I'm in Orlando. We'll not be doing the podcast next week, but we'll pick up full steam the following week. Appreciate it.